Hey, what's going on guys? Just want to give you a quick update. I can't help but be super excited right now because I am about to board my connecting flight. I am en route to San Diego. Um, right now I'm in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. The flight in was great. Fantastic little airport, great food. And uh, yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be pretty awesome. Uh, hey man, it's Mike. Super stoked to be there tonight, my man. Um, we're not recording the show tonight. We, we already recorded it last week. Devin didn't tell you? Devin never told me anything, dude. That's bullshit. Yeah, we got Mysterio's kid coming in this week. We're recording Thursday night, man. Well, this is bullshit. What the fuck am I gonna do now? We gonna just sit here in Dallas? Um, uh, you're in Dallas? I don't know, maybe rodeo? Uh, that, that sounds stupid. I'm not gonna go to a fucking rodeo, Mike. I, I'm sorry, man. But Devin's got your stuff taken care of for next week. Yeah, he's got the uh, he's got the plane info. All right. Well, guess what? Next week, guess what the format's gonna be? Burying Devin. That's right. I am gonna fucking bury that dude. Oh, I'm so, dude. I'm so pissed off right now. You know what? Fine. Fine. Just send me the itinerary. I'll be there next week. Okay. I'm sorry, man. All right. Okay. I love you. Love you too. That's right. You're listening to two of the three Hogsmen. Big Duke, unfortunately, couldn't make it to this show. Uh, he said he'll be here next time, though. And what you are listening to is a special bonus episode. Uh, we had to do a little extra, extra work. Um, Devin can't make it uh, to the next show, so we're uh, recording a little something extra for, uh, for next week. But next week, we also have a uh, very special guest. We're going to have uh, Lucha Libre legend's son, Dominic. A.K.A. Don Mysterio Jr., A.K.A. you know the guy that tried sandbagging Brock Lesnar didn't work, didn't work for him. But he's going to be on uh, our podcast, and we're looking forward to that. And once again, thank you to Ten Barrel Brewing Pub Beer, Cheap Fun Beer. What's up uh, for providing us beer? We appreciate that always. Dev, how you doing? Good man, I'm good. Actually, I want to clarify. I'm here for you. Just I'm here for this episode, this yeah. recording, and I'm here for next week. I'm not here for the real timeline that people can't see. 
which was supposed to be next Monday. And now I've gone cross-eyed. Yeah. That's all right. Yes. You've confused us all. But anyways, bonus episode. It makes sense. He said I wasn't here next week. I am here next week. Dev, who's your favorite wrestler ever? <sighs> B-Boy. Is it B-Boy? It's B-Boy. <laughs> Wait, hold on. You gotta sit over here. Fuck! Just because yeah, we're talking about fair. By the way, uh, sorry, sorry. I forgot to introduce. We are once again joined by Hunter Freeman, uh, the little piglet. No, no let me be the nothing, piglet. Nothing to hog anything. Nothing not anything. Be called piglet. Yeah, no. If you want to name Hunter, your name's gonna be fucking poser. Fuck you. <laughs> once again, Ted. Yeah. And B boy. What up, B boy? Big part. Sounds like you had something to say. I asked Dev, who's his favorite wrestler? And then you said, I have to, something to say. Yes. Go ahead. All right. So uh, I have a question for y'all. Yo. Uh, he, he already knows this. And, and Hunter already knows this. If I was going to say who my favorite wrestler is, just looking at me, who would you say it was? Godfather. Okay. <laughs> Boom. Boom. Good call. Know. That's a good call. Medusa. Medusa? That's actually a really good call, too. You ready for this? Actually, it's a lunger blaze. <laughs> that's right. You ready for this? A beautiful Bobby Eaton. Oh, that's, that's right. I remember favorite wrestler that. of all time. Yeah. I didn't know all that. All time. Uh, I would not actually, have guessed that. You posted something about him being your favorite wrestler. Yep, Uncle Bob. Ago. What's up, Uncle Bob? And I, uh, I was like, oh, I'm going to check out a Bobby Eaton match. Yep. And I watched him in uh, Stunning Steve Austin. You're goddamn right. It's a fantastic match. You're damn right. I was telling uh, students to check it out if they could. But also, it's there's no real uh, flash yep. in the opening and stuff. Nope. It's it's just crisp basics. It's, it's constant work. Yeah, that's exactly. what it is. Yep. And then uh, it's all built up for that you know big leg drop. That's all it is. It's either that the splash or the knee, one or the other. Yeah. And when you when Bobby used to go up top, everybody everybody's shit was going off. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Bobby Eaton was my dude. I actually met him in the South a couple times, and I was like, dude, you're my favorite wrestler. <laughs> On our shit? Yeah, legit. Cool. It was cool as fuck, dude. And he was just like, oh, brother, brother, brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's always cool, man, when you get to like meet certain wrestlers that you mm -hmm. looked up to, mm -hmm. and they're cool as fuck. Yeah. You know? And it's always a disappointment when your favorite wrestler's there, and he's a fucking dick. Well, yeah. I, 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 uh, I've seen a couple times where it's like, wow. I thought this guy was awesome uh, when I was watching him as a kid. And now that I've met the person and you kind of see how they act behind the scenes, you're like, oh, well, that just fucking killed yeah. my childhood. Wait a minute. I mean, I, I mean, kind of like segueing into it. Well, like, I mean, who, I, who's your favorite wrestler? Yeah, I feel a story coming on here. Like, like who's your favorite wrestler? I hate you guys. <laughs> so my favorite wrestler is Jake the Snake Roberts. But I will also agree with what Mike said. I've had the opportunity to meet a lot of, you know, famous wrestlers. Like Honky Tonk Man's awesome. I love Honky. Honky's <laughs> awesome. When we got to meet Jeff Jarrett, that was awesome. He was really super nice. Uh, Psychosis, the man. Rey Mysterio, awesome. Conan, awesome. But my all-time favorite is Jake the Snake Roberts. Yeah, and... Uh Jake did a, uh, a comedy show? Well, he did a signing earlier that day, so I got to meet him at the signing that he was at. Oh, so you... So, so I hung out with him like a good solid two hours. No, wait, wait hold on. Before you, before you start, did you hang out with him? Well, I was working, like pushing the pictures through and taking pictures. Oh, so you were signing. that guy. Okay. I was that guy, but it was still like... It's favorite, cool. Favorite I, wrestlers right there. I had done that did he of, sign your snake? He did sign a picture <clears throat> for me. Oh, a picture. Yeah, and, okay. and he... 
might have said something else that I'll say in the story a little bit later. <laughs> but uh, I did have uh, Chris Terry, who was on the podcast not long ago. He actually drew a picture for me, and I got Jake to sign it at that signing. And just to be able just to hang out with him for those two hours, like it's one of those where you're like, damn, like you're awesome. Just want to <laughs> let you know that. So the full-on Mark came out. <clears throat> full-on Mark came out, 100%. So, and then we went to his comedy show later that night, and I taught Mike in to come and tell And it. when we say comedy show, use that, that word comedy very loosely. Yes. Right? Like how we use the word wrestler with Hunter. <laughs> so <laughs> he, he, uh, this, this, this show was down the street from my house, uh-huh. and Hunter was going to be there. And he's like, Mike, come to the show. And I'm like, I don't really want to, but uh, fine, I'll go. It's literally like 10 minutes away from my house. So uh, I go down there, and then Hunter's like, <laughs> Hunter's like, maybe he'll like get you a ticket, or, or uh, uh, Jake will comp you a ticket. And I'm like, motherfucker, he ain't going to comp me no ticket. Like, <laughs> he's fucking old school. <laughs> Trying to get his money. You want Jake? Jake going to get his money. Carney, dude. Yeah. So, uh, so we go to the show, and, uh, you know, Jake comes up on stage, and, you know, there's probably about, what, 125 people there, 125, something like that. Uh, and it's real cringy, the whole show. Like grimy? Like, no, it's just cringy. Okay. Like his comedy. Yeah. It's not, quote, comedy. Like, Fair. And, I, and this is no disrespect to Jake Roberts. Jake the Snake Roberts is one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, one of the greatest promo guys of all time. And probably one of the Psychology, yeah. everything. Uh, Jake Roberts, the the stand-up comedian, not so great. But what he's up there doing is basically just like telling old stories, right? And what a lot of these stories are about like dead wrestlers that Ooh. are like too much, you know, like, hey, you probably shouldn't be saying that because homeboy doesn't have any any, you know, he's he's not alive to defend it, right? Now, you know, hey, don't speak ill of the dead. Kind of. Now, are you going to repeat one of these things? Well, uh, it, it was like uh, like he told one story about like Fuji, uh, the Rick Rude story. Rick Rude. Yeah. Um, I can't remember who else, but it was just real kind of like uh, maybe it's like you shouldn't, shouldn't be, be saying it. Maybe you shouldn't be saying that kind yeah. of stuff. And by the way, if anybody thinks I'm burying Jake Roberts right now, uh, no, he was in, on stage with a live mic saying this in front of a crowd. So I am just kind of like saying like what I thought of it. So. Fucking Marky Mark over here, Hunter. Yeah. Marky Mark and the Hunter Bunch. Is like, uh, hey, uh, he says he's going to bring me on stage. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Because that's that, how you talk. Is that, is that how I talk? That's how you talk. You, you, you need a little more like of a draw. That. A little more of a draw. Try I'm one more time. I'm fixing to go on stage. So he goes, uh, <laughs> I'm fixing to go on so stage. So about, um, I don't know, like an hour into the show, Jake goes, where where's that kid from earlier? Come up on stage. I need somebody. I need two people. That's a great Jake. And Hunter, of course, just goes fucking darting for the fucking stage. <laughs> Real quick, can I get it interrupt? Was 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 Hunter drunk? No, no, no. Okay, no. I don't think we even had any drinks. I might, I might have had one. Okay, because they were like kind of expensive there. Fair. But, yeah. So Hunter goes up on stage with this other dude that's pretty hammered. Yeah, he was hammered. And uh, man. If there's any time where I was like, I am so glad I am not Hunter, it is this moment. Because this is probably like a dream, right, Hunter? This is like, oh, you're yeah. on stage with 100%. Jake the Snake Roberts. Fuck yeah. Jake, I could go viral. Jake just called me out of the crowd basically to come up you know, and, and, and put me on stage with him. 
So Jake breaks into a story from Japan. How he's hooking up with a girl. And this girl is giving him a bloge. Right? A, a little blowski. And Jake apparently hadn't had sex in a while. And he's like, hell, I'm going to fuck this bitch. I'm going to get it in. <laughs> but he's saying it like that. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm going to fuck her. So I turn her around and I, I'm trying to pull her pants down. And she's like, no. And she goes back to sucking my dick. I feel like I should be paying you for this story. And I, uh, I feel I know where this is going right now. And I go, uh, okay. I mean, I'm, I'm on stage or I'm, I'm in the crowd like, okay. And he goes, so she keeps sucking my dick. And I said, fuck that. I'm going to fuck that pussy. And I try to take her pants down again. And she's like, no. And I'm like, no, I'm going to fuck that bitch. And I'm, I'm like, hold on, please, hold on. I just want to say, just for anyone who listening, is like, that's gratuitous. This is how it was explained to me at the time. Yes. This is the language that Jake is using in front of this crowd so that now, paid to see him. Now Jake is talking about attempted sexual assault basically right that's the way i'm perceiving that like holy shit hunter's on stage right now jake is talking about like sexually assaulting a japanese woman holy fuck i am so glad i am not hunter yeah and hunter's on stage right now. and hunter's on stage listening very awkward so then uh jake gets to the point where the female that he was with that was blowing him uh was not a female. She had a dick. Okay? So Jake discovers that. There's nothing wrong with that, guys. And, uh, which, you know, hey, that's fine. If that's fine, if that's the lifestyle you live. Now, he turns to Hunter and the other gentleman on stage and goes, now I'm going to ask you boys, you in that situation, what the fuck are you going to do? And I'm like, holy shit, Hunter, Get off the fucking stage. Yeah, you know, this, this is already in my head. Hunter, get off that stage right now. So the guy that was up there uh, with Hunter, who was like drunk as fuck, is like, hell, I'd fuck that bitch in the ass or some shit like that, right? And I'm like, okay, here we go. Now it's Hunter's turn. Let's see what Hunter has to say. Oh, wait, wait. <laughs> I don't know. No, I know what I said. Hunter said, I'd, I'd run, Jake. I would 100% run. Hold on. Hold the fuck on. I said I would run. Uh, yeah, hold on. First, <laughs> first Hunter goes, uh, fucking Hunter tries to cut a promo or some shit right there. Right? Oh, fuck Real you, promo Hunter's guy. trying to get over? Yeah. Real promo Hello, guy. Jake. I'm out there on Jake. Hunter goes, well, I've been to Japan <laughs> and, uh, and starts saying some stuff and Jake just goes, Fuck you, you fuck that bitch. And I'm just like, oh my God. Hunter, get off the stage right now. Because what is the appropriate answer right there? Be like, you know what? I would respect that person's wishes. I would wish them a good life. And I would exit out the door. And Hunter had no time to say that. I, could, I, had to, I, had, I immediately ran away. Like you said, yes, like I was like, and then, oh man, it was just so cringeworthy, the whole thing, man. I felt bad for Hunter at the time. It, Actually, it, I would have loved to see it. I mean, it was awesome like to like see and tell right now. But at the time, I was like, fuck, man. Like, I, I definitely would have recorded everything. Yeah. Mike, Mike felt so awkward after the show. He was Dude, like, no, I don't, I don't right, right, when, right when Jake, like, like when the show was over, I was just like, all right, Hunter, I'll see you later, man. Like, like <laughs> you lost. So wait, wait, do you have to drive him back to the hotel or something? Or no, 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 no I didn't drive back to the hotel. 
So you were just used for the story, and then like he's like, "All right, I'll see you later." Well, I mean, there was a bunch of us there. Like oh. I was there, Meryl was there. It was, was awkward, there. man. It was awkward. Who, wasn't somebody else there? Though? Cost me twenty five dollars too. What? It was us three and who else? Who uh, else uh, another friend of ours, Todd. Oh yeah, Todd was there. That's right. But so yeah, Todd. Never. Uh, yeah. It's one of those ones where it's like, oh man, Hunter met his hero. Unfortunately, it didn't go as planned. I think. Uh, was was Jake on the pizzo at this time? No, I think it was clean. Think it was yeah, clean. yeah. All right, we go, Jake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I just think he has like a a different sense of humor, and that's probably why he was so good with his dark character and and psychology and all that kind of stuff. And real talk, right? When I was a kid, I wasn't scared of like you know like yeah he was a face but hulk hogan didn't like intimidate me brutus the barber beefcake didn't intimidate me uh all these like gassed up dudes didn't intimidate me. why because like they were just like big hulking guys jake roberts intimidated the fuck out of me why why you ask because that motherfucker looks like he could be my dad right he's just dad bought out with a goddamn mustache and he's actually gonna whip your ass because my dad's whipped my ass right yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So, like, that was, like, my, like, that's why he was so scary to me as a kid when he was going, you know, for the heel roll, and you're like, dude, that guy's going to beat it. Like, oh, he looked like everyone's dad. Exactly. He looked like everyone's dad. Exactly. I, I probably knew that guy five or six times growing up. So, so Hunter, uh, I mean, five stars, what do you give him? Dave Meltzer, this guy, for me. The comedy show? <laughs> just, just Jake Roberts. Just Jake, Jake, Jake no, Roberts Jake, I mean, Jake's a five. Oh, he's a five. He's okay. My favorite wrestler, but the comedy show, it was, it was all right. I mean, it was all right? You're going to give it an all right? It was a four star. It was a four Fuck star? You. Mike gives it like half a star. Bro, you're giving it four stars? That's, 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 that's true. Right. Mind yeah, you, that's my Jake could be the mark coming out. It is the oh, mark okay. coming out, Jake. Yeah. Jake, you're my hero. Don't ever, I don't care about the story. You're still my hero. We're going <laughs> to tag him online on this. Good. <laughs> Good. You came out smelling like a daisy, didn't you? Yeah, Still know. my hero. What about you, Dev? Have you met somebody that like you were like, oh man, this didn't really go as much Oh as yeah. Be? Yeah, I did actually. Uh it was the first yeah, it was the first time we were doing uh well that I was doing extra work for WWE. Really? Yeah, you know the story. Um so first of all, I got lost. So I'm I'm in the Staples Center, I got lost. We talked about this a little bit before. I was supposed to film for uh fighting with my family the night before stunt work. Um, that got canceled. Anyway, I'm getting there. I'm following the signs. I follow the arrow because it's like, kind. you kind of go this way. I'm like, I'll kind of go that way. Went the wrong way. Ran into Brock Lesnar who was had his own dressing room <laughs> and he's marching down the hall with Paul Heyman. I'm like, I'm getting out of this fucking guy's way. That's the biggest guy I've ever seen in my life. I've, I've been next to Kane and all that. Just Brock's presence is insane. But uh, get back, check in and everything. And uh, it's time to it's time to get ready, right? Everyone's like making their final stuff. Like, all right, guys, get your stuff. We're gonna move you over here. So I go. I'm gonna go take a piss before all this starts. Uh, a little bit of nerves. I go in there. I piss. I finish up. Oh. I start. I start, <laughs> I start washing my hands. Who do I see come in? But Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> Hell yeah! Stone Cold walks behind. I'm sitting here, getting ready to go, washing my hands. About to do my hair, and uh, Stone Cold starts taking a piss. Stone Cold's taking a piss behind me, and I'm thinking, "Fucking hey, dude, this is my chance. I can I can talk to Stone Cold Steve." Mind you, it's a tiny bathroom. It's got one urinal and one stall, 
and one place to wash your hands. And the thing I'm thinking about one here, just for you know, measly extra work. And he had his own uh, dressing room for he was doing the podcast. I don't remember who was interviewing, mm-hmm, but he mm-hmm. had a special guest that did. And I'm like, oh boy, gee whiz, how am I going to meet Stone Cold in the restroom? <laughs> so I'm sitting here, like slicking my hair back with my comb and and whatnot, and I've got a, a handful of pomade, and I'm like, oh. That's what I'll do. I'll be funny and I'll ask if he needs some palmade. <laughs> so <laughs> as I'm coming up with shitty jokes in my head, how am I going to get over with this guy? All of a sudden on the door, I hear bang, 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 bang on the bathroom door. Right. And I'm like, I have no idea why this is happening because it's a public restroom. It's in, I mean, it's in the back of Staple Center, but it's still a public restroom. Bang, bang, bang. And I'm freaking out because it's the loudest knocking I've ever heard. And I open the door and it's Big Show <laughs> in the middle of knocking. So Fist comes flying through and he looks at me and goes, oh, who are you? <laughs> I look at him. I'm like, uh, nobody. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I'm just here for extra work. And he looks back and Steve's, sees Steve taking a piss. He goes, hey, Steve. Some little guy's in here trying to lock himself in here with you. <laughs> and he goes, ah, it happens. <laughs> and that was it. That was my whole experience. And that, uh, I know, because that was at Stable Center, right? Yeah. And I know where the, uh, they set up the extras. Yeah. And that bathroom is so small. Mm-hmm. It is, uh, it's one urinal, one stall. Yeah. Very small. Yeah, I, I don't know what I was thinking. Just a stupid Mark. He was like, oh, I'm going to get over with Stone Cold talking about, could you imagine if I actually had said, hey, Hey, Stone Cold, do you need some pomade for your hair? Oh, you're that guy? <laughs> no, I'm not that guy. I was not that guy. <laughs> I was just... Man, God. he, he would have stomped a mud hole in your ass. How dare you? How dare I? Fucking. You know who's somebody I, uh, I met backstage uh, at WWE doing extra work? Cool as shit. Uh, Baron Corbin. Mm. Nice guy, man. I, like, I wasn't like too big of a fan of that guy prior to this. Cool as shit. Can I tell the story? Might yeah, as well absolutely. Tell the story, right? So, uh, where was it? Was it Anaheim? I'd been doing a loop with uh, with WWE. I did uh, Elimination Chamber, and then I did Raw, and then SmackDown. Usually, when you do three days, they'll kind of reward you on the third day before SmackDown, uh, and they'll give you tryout matches. So, I had never done a tryout match. Uh, for WWE uh, while doing extra work. And this day I show up, I believe it was Anaheim, and everybody just goes, get your gear on. They say we're doing trial matches. And I'm like, oh shit, here's my chance. I'm getting signed, boys, right? And so we all go to the ring, ringside, in, in gear. And nobody in the nobody who's doing extra work has ever done uh uh, trial matches before. So none of us have a clue of what's going on. So all, we're all just standing around, hanging out, uh, waiting for, you know, whatever we're supposed to be doing. Here comes John Cohn, walks up and goes, okay, who's ready to go? And it's like, for like a split second, you're like, what? What do you mean? You know? And your boy right here, okay, I'm gonna put myself over for a second. Your boy right here, first, first one, one to in. shoot his arm up. And go, I'm ready. I'm, I'm going to back that up. He always is. Yeah. Mike's always that guy. He's always that guy. It's crazy. I try to be. I shoot my hand up and I go, I'm ready. And he goes, okay, get in the ring. And I start walking around the barrier. 
and I and, and I hear Cone in the background go, "Who's going with them?" And as I'm walking, I go, "I wonder who's going to follow me." You know, I wonder who's, who's getting in the ring with me. Fidel. I look back and it's Fidel Bravo. Yeah. You damn right. I was gonna say that's Fidel. the other guy I would have said. You damn right. Fidel. So Fidel runs up his little ass, runs up to me and goes. What are we doing? Yeah, I'm like, I don't know. What are we doing, bro? What are we? (laughs) (laughs) He goes, and I go, I don't know. Let's get in there and figure it out. And it's almost like you went on, like I went on, like autopilot, right? Like I get to, I'd never stepped foot in a WWE ring. I get to the steps and I take my shirt off. By the way, dry hair, dry Uh long hair. Oh no! So wonder they didn't use you. And I remember I I get through the ropes and I go how the fuck did I get here? Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, and I get, you know, cause, and this isn't like, uh, everybody's looking at you. It's like, yeah, Malenko and Regal. Were there. Malenko, uh, was Regal PS there Hayes. Uh, no, Regal wasn't there. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, Malenko, PS Hayes. Two triple H is usually out there. No, Hayes wasn't there, but the whole SmackDown roster is also out there. Oh, because they're got it. Yeah. Uh, and, and they're not just, you know, hanging out, uh, talking to, they're watching these matches on this particular day. So, so there's a lot of pressure. Very lot. Of, oh, so much pressure. Oh, JBL. JBL is also out there too. And just pack your shit and go home. <laughs> so we look at uh, we. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm across the, way, the ring from from Fidel, and the uh, the ref comes up. Um, I believe I believe his name is Rudy, and he goes, "Okay, who's going Rudy over?" Charles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, "Okay, who's going over?" And we go. We don't know. We're just gonna. We're just we're gonna, working. We're working. Nope. And and he goes, uh, okay. Hey, John, do you want these guys to take five minutes to to put a match together? John goes, no. Hey, the rest of you guys, put matches together while they're <laughs> wrestling. So I look at Fidel and it's like, all right, let's go. Ding, ding, ding. So we start working, man. And I I've, I've never been in the ring with Fidel. Or no, I I tagged with him once, but I've never locked up. With with Fidel. So by the way, shout out to Fidel. Yeah, mm-hmm. Fidel and I go in there and we call it and kill it, kill it, and it was all just because it was basic stuff, man. We did a whole bunch of arm drags, and for some reason, him and I just were on the same page that night. That's what it is. Try to get a job. Yeah, yeah. No. And so we, uh, you know, we we did however long they they obviously they only want five you know five minute matches, and I did the favors. For Fidel, because Fidel had been wrestling longer than me. And it was cool, man. I was stoked as fuck. I was like, man, that was the most pressure I've ever been in a match, right? It didn't involve a thousand people or whatever. It was Fidel and I in front of some of the, the best Ross, wrestlers yeah. in the world and some of legends. And we called a match for five minutes in the ring. You right? know what that's called? It's one of these. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was stoked, man. Yeah. So uh, we get out, and, and Fidel and I were both really excited. And then, um, you know, the rest of the matches happened, and, you know, of course they had time to, to make stuff up and, and plan spots and stuff like that. But anyway, so uh, afterwards, um, actually, I remember that. Actually, uh, Rich Swan came up to us afterwards. Nicest guy, dude. <clears throat> Nicest Swan, guy. Swan is my young, man. bro. <laughs> and Fidel and I, uh, he's talking to us, and it's so funny because uh, – you know, he's, he's just, you know, saying different. He's really cool, man. I couldn't believe how nice he was. And it's so funny because uh, at this point, they're, they're testing John Cena's music. Uh-huh. And we're still out there in the arena area. 
So all of a sudden, like over the loudspeaker, it would just be like, da, 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 <laughs> da, da. And, but, but Swan wouldn't change the tone of his voice. I agree. <laughs> and that's, that's Richie, bro. <laughs> and neither, I don't, I don't think Fidel or I wanted to be like, excuse me, I can't hear you. Yeah. And we just kept nodding. Like we could, yeah, we could yeah. hear what he was saying uh, over the music and we couldn't. Uh, but, I, I, you know, it was cool. He was being real nice to us. So then uh, they're like, okay, go in the back and, uh, and put your gear or put your, uh, your, uh, your nice clothes, your, you know, your business suit and all that kind of stuff back on and blah, blah, blah. None of us got picked to do any extra work that night, which is normal. Normal. And so I'm in the backstage area. You got a contract though. Oh, yeah. Well, no. But uh, so we're in the backstage area, right? And I'm in, uh, this is Anaheim. So the, the walkways are very, uh, very tight. Yeah. Very tight. Very thin. You're rubbing yeah. shoulders with yep. everybody. And I'm just standing there and all of a sudden, uh, uh, Baron Corbin comes walking up and he looks at me and he, he, he kind of points at me and he goes, you're the guy with the chest tattoo. And I, and in my head, I'm thinking, oh, great, this motherfucker. <laughs> he, he's probably going to tell me there's only room for one chest tattoo on the roster and all this kind of shit, right? No, couldn't have been nicer. He goes, man, you, you did a really good job out there, man. You guys did a really you know, cool thing with the arm drags and all that kind of stuff. Hey, here's what Malenko said mm-hmm. about it. Oh, oh shit. Really? Yeah, because he was sitting next to Malenko during the match. And uh, he, so he, he told me what Malenko said, and I was like, dude, Thanks, man. Like, I really appreciate that, dude. Yo, what did Malenko say? Uh, it, it was our finish. Uh, he, he told us, like, we shouldn't have gone home with the finish that we had because, so at one point, I think I German suplexed. Of course you would. Did I German suplex uh, Fidel, but I went into a pin. No, no, no. It was a uh, uh, three-handed, three-handled moss-covered crescendo. Got it. I think yeah. that's what I hit. Yeah. What? Uh, fisherman neckbreaker. Okay. Um, I hit that. And then a couple of moves later, uh, Fidel went home with a perfect plex. Nice. Uh, yeah, uh, so, I see it. Which is fine. You I know, see like, it, yeah. hey, I, I was only two years in at that time. Okay. Two years in at that time. Oh, kudos to you. Only yeah. been like two years in fucking getting that, though. So, but anyways, yeah. I was like, cool. Learn something. Yeah. Learn something, right? Uh, and he, he was nice as can be, man. And, uh, and, you know, walked away. And actually, later down the road, I went and did extra work again. And I saw him. And I was like, hey, man, I don't know if you remember me, but, uh, you know, uh, you gave me some advice last time, and I really appreciate it, man. Thank you. And he goes, oh, yeah, I remember you. I Actually, I saw because I had another tryout match. And he goes, I saw you out there again with your match. He goes, I liked what you guys did. And I was like, man, this guy's over. My, you know, yeah, yeah. He's over with me. Yeah. Nice as can be. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't. And this is when he was getting a lot of shit. You know, people like people on like the internet and all that bullshit were like, oh, he can't work. Nah, man, motherfucker's cool as shit to me, man. I appreciate everything. So that was one of those ones, unexpected, very unexpected. It's, it's, it's good. It's good, like when you meet somebody. And like, you know what? Uh, I love what he's doing right now. It's best. This whole time. He's if, like, you, if you really think about it, he's doing whole Booker T. If you really think about it. Yeah, but also. Like hands, or Macho Man. He's doing Macho Man. But the fans actually hate him. And, and that's fine. Roll with it, mean? dog. Roll with it. You know, he's, he's probably one of the best heels on the roster right now. Probably if yeah. the best. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, very surprising. To, uh, you know, he, he was very nice and, and I, I really appreciated that, man. So that's it, dude. But yeah, actually, I, and, and that's the thing. I always tell the students, you got to be able to call in the ring. Have to. Got to be able to. You have to be on fly. You never know when they're going to say, hey, we need somebody. Now, are you going to be the person 
that steps back or are you gonna be the person that steps forward and says, I'll do it. Yeah, you, you need me to, to call in the ring? I got it, you know? So, and I always bring up these examples of where, hey man, get in there, figure it out. That you're a professional fucking wrestler, figure it the fuck out. Get, right. get your timing. Get your, I always say, like, if you're gonna call in the ring, it's all about timing and footwork. That's all it is. That's all it fucking is. Yeah, just take your time, man. That's all take it fucking time, is, dude. So, but yeah, never any uh, trial matches during your extra work, right? Nope, never got any trial matches. They took one look at me and sent me out the door. I wonder now, too, because, like I said, uh, I did a three day loop with them. Um, and usually, and always on the, uh, the, the two times I got trial matches was when I was, when I was on the three day loop pay per view, Raw, SmackDown. Was it, they would always, was it local to Arizona? Yeah, Vegas, Arizona, yeah, something yeah. like that. But they would always on SmackDown give you a tryout match as like a reward for like, hey man, thanks for traveling around, I think. Uh, but now with them doing SmackDown on Fridays, I don't know like if they even do tryout matches before. Because I mean, it's a lot. It's, it's, it's a huge production now. I think, I think what it comes down to, from what I've heard, it's like there's always guys on radars. So when they hit uh, that town, they go right in their books. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know, man. Haven't been hip in a while, huh? No. Well, no. can you blame them? <laughs> Dude, you, know, you know what's so funny? So I, I've, I've brought this up before with uh, with Brian Kendrick, right? Uh, very. By the way, what's up, Spike? Very generous yeah. towards the indie wrestlers. Yes. So uh, I, was in, uh, I was in Vegas doing uh, extra work there, and I was with Drevko, and Drevko's really close with, with Kendrick. Uh, which one? There's uh, Alexis, uh, Sasha, Brandon, oh, God, yeah. Sasha, and so we hang out with we're hanging out with Kendrick. He goes, "Hey, uh, you want to go hang out with Kendrick?" And it's like, "Yeah, let's go hang out with Kendrick." And we're sitting there. It's 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 Derevko, myself, and a, a gentleman named Jose. And Kendrick just looks at us and goes, "What do you guys want to do?" And at that time, like uh, Derevko was like, "Man, I want to get like into like writing, you know." And Jose had something he wanted to do with like uh, Spanish announcing. And he looks at me and he goes, what about you? And I go, I just want to be a wrestler. I just want to be, I just want jobs. <laughs> I just want to be a wrestler, right? That was my answer at that time. So fast forward to like, you know, a year later. And I don't know if, if you've met this guy, but there's a dude, he does like the security check-in for WWE. Like when you do extra work or anybody coming in to the venue, they obviously- White guy? White guy. He used to be a wrestler. I know who you're talking about. Was it Robert or something like that? Mine. But he used to be, I can't remember his name either, but he used to be a referee, I guess, around uh, Southern California. Anyways, who cares? So he, uh, I'm in Vegas and I'm doing extra work and I show up to the Thomas Mac Arena and this guy, uh, you know, I check in uh, with, with security to get past. And this guy, I, th- I believe his name is Robert, I can't, but don't hold me to that. But he goes, where are you out of? And I'm like, uh, San Diego. And he goes, oh, uh, B-Boy's got a new promotion down there, right? And Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, straight up. And he goes, uh, I go, yeah. And he goes, uh, it's called Ground Zero. And he goes, oh, cool, man. Yeah, I used to, uh, I used to do uh, refereeing in Southern California. And I'm like, oh, that's cool, man. Yeah, actually, you're going you're gonna to meet or you're going to recognize some cats coming through because uh, Che was with us, uh, Heather Monroe, um, and, and Jarek 120. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so I'm like, hey, man, you mind if I, I'm waiting on them. I'm like, you mind if I just hang out here with you and wait for them to come by? And he goes, yeah. 
So I'm just chatting with this guy. And I'm like, and he all he basically does is just kind of wave in the wrestlers to, make, to, to kind of verify with security. Like, yeah, that person belongs here. He has a list of anybody that's... Where is this at? This is at Thomas <clears throat> Mack. But Dude, he, I'm, where's Thomas Mack at? Vegas. Uh, Vegas. I'm so glad you're bringing this up because when I did mine out here in San Diego, there was a guy in an NXT shirt when I came through. It was like, oh, American Kaiju, what's up? And I was like, oh, what's up? But I was like, you're already nervous. And I got called like last second, I think. Mm -hmm. um, and so I'm like getting my shit in real fast. And they were even verifying before I got to, hey, you still under 205? Like all this. I'm like, oh, shit, maybe they need someone for a 205 match. Like, let's check this out. So when I came in, I'm already feeling a little extra, little extra uh, little butterflies pump. in my stomach. You got a little pump. Yeah. And this guy, American Kaiju, I'm like, oh, cool. Oh, fuck. Who, who is that? And I'm like, oh, I'll go back and talk to him. Like, let me get checked in real quick and then I'll go say what's up. And I came back, couldn't find the guy. And that has bothered me for the longest time. Yeah. I have no idea who it was, or where, but they were wearing an NXT shirt. So, of course, I'm like, oh, shit, I should probably make an effort to talk to this person. And maybe that makes sense if there's a... Maybe. But this guy, so his job is basically to check in. Yeah, yeah, I know. Make, make, yeah, yeah, I know get everybody in. I guarantee you I saw him already. And then, and then he will go, like, during the show and, and do, some, do the security work, yeah. right? Ringside or some shit like that. So I'm talking to this guy, and I'm like... So you do Monday and, and Tuesday, Tuesday nights? And he goes, yeah. And I go, okay. And he goes, yeah, I fly out and, uh, you know, this is my job. And I go, okay. Hey, I don't, I don't want to, you know, I don't know if this is too much, but is this your only job? And he goes, yeah. And I go, holy shit. And he goes, yeah. Uh, one month, uh, one Sunday a month, and then Monday, Tuesday nights, and then that's it. And I, it, that's his only job. I would take that job. And yeah, so in my head, anybody in a fucking mind. In my head, job. I'm thinking like, remember when Kendrick was asking all of us what we yeah, were, yeah, yeah. I want that dude's <laughs> job. Yeah, you know, like so. Then uh, the next night, the next day, I see him down in uh, at Staples or Anaheim, wherever. Pawn, bro. And I, I pull up, and he goes, "Hey, what's up, man?" And I'm like, "Hey, uh, what's up, dude?" Uh, and he goes, "Hey." Go ahead and just valet your car, but Vince is, they're pulling out Vince's limo right now. So just chill out here for a second. And I'm like, um, you want me to valet? And he goes, yeah, valet, man. And I'm like, uh, okay. You know, like, <laughs> so I go down there and valet like a jack off. Like, <laughs> and, uh, and then, you know, you're waiting in line, like with all the, like the, 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 the superstar, the whole roster, yeah, you're yeah, waiting yeah. in line with them. And then the next night I show up again and he's like, yeah, man, valet is right over here, dude. And I'm just like, this guy's awesome, man. Mm. Like, and I, I can't remember his name, but he was the nicest guy. But I was also talking to him. Roger. Yes, yes, Roger. Roger, yes. 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 I, it just, it clicked. And Roger. So, and he travels with the, uh, the, uh, the production. Uh, the production, yeah. And he sleeps on the bus. Yeah. And I'm like, It's dude, like a tour bus. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I want your job, dog. Like, how do I get your job? But yeah, it's awesome, man. Great job. And it was so funny. I'm waiting in valet. Uh, at Staples Center, or oh, no, no, uh, yeah, it might have been Staples. We, where we had our uh, our uh, trial, my second tryout match uh, while doing extra work, and I'm standing in line. Kurt Angle's right next to me. He's he's sitting down on like a oh, little Mr. like Angle. makeshift make, makeshift chair. <laughs> I have uh, uh, Kenta next to me, um, Hideo Hitami at the time, and then who's uh, Tazawa? Tazawa's there. there. And Asuka's there. They're, we're all kind of standing next to each other. My people. And some dude, okay, this is in the back. Like, this is where, like, they're... Well, no, no, it's Jake Roberts, people. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, so they... Uh, <laughs> Come on, give me a pop. I got you. I got you. <laughs> so, 
I'm standing there and some person walks by in the back and goes, hey, bro, good match tonight. And I'm like, well, who the fuck is he talking to? And he's looking right at me and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, he must think I'm somebody else, man. There's no fucking, like, why the fuck would you say have, you had a good match? It's like, dude, I had a five minute tryout match. and uh, dude, Who was I, it? I don't know. Some guy just walked by and goes, good match tonight, bro. And I'm standing next to like Kenta, Tozawa. Mm. And I'm just like, who the fuck? Like, what the hell? I think he thinks I'm somebody His else. His name is Vince. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, did I ever tell you? I think Mr. Belding thought I was Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Did I ever tell you that? You even told that on the podcast. No, I haven't. Oh, save that. Yeah, save that for another time. Let's take it home. I know. You've been, you've been going 40 minutes. Well, we had to tell stories. <laughs> we do. Okay. All right, cool. I didn't know, I didn't know if we were doing a full episode or a half episode. Who gives a shit? All right. I'm on the roll right now, baby. You are rolling, Mike. So Dennis Haskins. <laughs> Mr. Belding, Mr. Belding, my boy. That's your boy. Big, uh, big WWE, uh, WWE fan. So if they're ever in LA or in Anaheim, he's uh, there. He's, he's gonna be there. Yeah. And I met him, uh, you know, one time <clears throat> doing my first. Well, so if you go to Staples, you're gonna see celebrities. Yeah. Celebrities. Vegas. And I wasn't ready for that. I didn't know. I was like, holy shit, there's fucking Mr. Belding. <laughs> holy shit, there's fucking Rick Rubin. Like, there's like some like big names back there and uh in your mind i mean and rick rubin <laughs> rick rubin dog that's a big name he's got a sandwich named after him yeah is he really rubin sandwich oh i really like a rubin sandwich. um so uh the second time i was working uh extra work in raw uh uh dennis haskins walks up to me and goes hey what's up man how's your mama and I'm like, what? Like, she's fine? Like, how the fuck do you know who the fuck my mom is, you know? That's the real question. And then, like, he looks at me like, oh, fuck. Like, this isn't Daniel Bryan. Like, that's what I'm thinking in my head. Like, oh, I'm pretty sure he thought I was, what it was. I'm pretty sure he thought I was Daniel Bryan. And, I, and I'm just like, I, she's good, man. Thank, you know, I'm, to, I'm totally playing this shit yeah, off, yeah, right? Yeah. And then, As you should. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's fucking Mr. Belding. He's a legend. And... uh <laughs> So I'm, I'm sitting there talking to him for like a minute, right? A minute or two. And uh, how's your mama? <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, uh, he goes, are you going to be at uh, Anaheim tomorrow night? And I'm like, yeah, I'll be there. And he goes, all right, man, I'll see you there, dude. Uh, you know, like but he uh, walks away. Next day, I see him in Anaheim. Says what's up to me. He's my boy. Fucking talk to him again. <laughs> Knows your did mama. Did he say about your mama again? No, he didn't ask about my mama. You should have FaceTimed, <laughs> face FaceTimed her. I started talking hey, my to him again. Like, and I was like, dude, Fucking Mr. Belding's my dog. <laughs> Mr. Belding is my dog, dude. Bro, if you were in Bayside, you would be under his wing. For real. <laughs> Straight For up. Real. You know what's funny? I think I think uh, Slater was there one day, too. Uh, Mr. Was, Mario Lopez? Yeah, because he, he's a wrestling fan he's, also. He's, he's here from San Diego. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I remember thinking, like, fuck, what if, like, Mr. Belding, like, if I see Mr. Belding and fucking Slater, like, hanging out. Like you would probably lose your goddamn mind. Dude, I was a huge Saber Golf fan. <laughs> but I thought that was kind of cool. Did he like walk away going like this? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> yes. I guarantee you he probably thought you were Daniel Bryan. Oh, I guarantee it. Yeah. yeah. Why the fuck else would he ask? Like, how's your mom? Mm. No. Maybe. Uh, I wouldn't say he would care. No, it isn't Brian. No. Yeah. For sure. But anyways. Yeah, that's, that's my story. Man, you guys... 
Yo, you guys want to get some shine in? <laughs> you guys want to get some shine I'm in? I'm trying to get B-Boy to say something if he doesn't have anything. then uh, It depends on the time. I, I, have, yeah, a, I, I have enough for to fill a whole nother podcast, so I'll hold off on mine. No, that's fair. Mm. Uh, I'm going to talk about my first time. And mind you, this is before I was married. Let me say that now. Your what? <laughs> before I was married. No, but what was the story? First time of what? He's getting there, guys. I'm getting okay, there, guys. Right, go for it, dude. My first time that was over in the Midwest. Have you guys ever gone to a BYOB strip club? Heard of them? I have. They're in Georgia. You've heard of them? Yeah, they're in Georgia. Yeah, have you heard of them? Mm-mm. You never heard of that. You bring Mm-mm. your own. All right, so I'm over in IWA Mid South. Uh, that was ran from Iran, and this is when the shit was uh, uh, like the indie boom was going on and everything like that. So like we were like a lot of people were going the same way and shit like that. So it was me myself. Homicide and uh, BJ Whitmer. So we go after the show. Uh, everybody's saying, "Oh, we need to go to this after party and everything like that." So we go to this after party. It turns out to be a strip club. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. So we go to the strip club and everything like that. First and foremost, I, I I'm not a fan of strip clubs. I don't like like when I was younger. Absolutely. Now, I'm sanitizing the whole time. <laughs> right. Fair enough. <laughs> so we go. To this place that's in um, Rock Island, Iowa. Iowa, and when you think of Iowa, you don't fucking. You, there's nothing there, absolutely. We go to this out there, I think, in Phoenix. Phoenix. Pro wrestling Phoenix and pro wrestling Magnum. Okay. Yeah, Magnum. Yes. Price yes. place. Yes. Yeah. So we go out there and everything like that. And mind you, it's me and Homicide, who's the fucking hoodest motherfuckers there. <laughs> and we got BJ Whitmer. Who's the whitest motherfucker with us, right? <laughs> From the south. So we go there, we walk in, and then they go, uh, and we were like, where's the fucking beer and everything like that? And they go, yo, it's BYOB. So me, Homicide, BJ, and um, Youngboy takes us over to fucking Walmart and say, we're fucking getting our goddamn thing. We're going. Mind you, there's two cars with us. One of them is uh, Spider Nate Webb, Chris Hero, and a couple other guys. So we're like, we're we're working. This is this is what we're doing right now after the after party. So we go to Walmart. And we go to Walmart and fucking Spider Name uh, Spider Nate Webb is a uh, is is very animated. He's one of them guys. You know what I mean? That's the dude that comes out the teenage dirtbag. You're right? damn right. <laughs> Nate's my dude, bro. I saw that dude at an AAW show. Yes. Uh I'd never heard of him before. Yep. And his entrance, yes. I popped for. Hilarious. So, like, fuck, Spider is one of my uh, one of my good friends from back in the back in the Midwest and everything like that. We used to travel all the time and everything like that. So, we go to the fucking Walmart, and um, and Chris Hero and uh, Spider Hero doesn't drink. He's straight edge. So Hero is the one that grabs the beer for everybody and everything like that. Because mind you. It was BYOB, so of course we go to Walmart. We're trying to get coolers, styrofoam coolers and everything. So we're like, fuck yeah. So um, Hero goes, buys, uh, he he buys all the drinks. Nate Webb's buying drinks and everything like that. And and legit, we probably had like 530 racks just coming with us. Because someone says to a wrestler, hey, it's a strip club, BYOB. Well, we're bringing our own shit, right? So, oh, I gotta get up for this. <laughs> so we're all in a white van, like Bang Bus, right? <laughs> God. 
So we're all in a white band, or a, 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 a white band, and Hero gets in and everything like that. And uh, Hero picks up a random chick and just starts doing this number. Wait, I think a stripper? She was a fan. She was a fan at okay. the time. Picks her up, runs out like this, and throws her in the white van. Uh oh. And then fucking Nate's doing this number. <laughs> uh, for those that can't at home, it, it, visualize a third base coach sending, sending, home. sending a runner home. to go home. Sending him home. So all this is going on and everything like that. We get our drinks and we go to the strip club. Okay. We go to the strip club. Mind you, we're in uh, fucking Rock Island, Iowa. And we get in the strip club and it's huge. It's like a, it's like Flux. It's, yep. pretty, it's pretty big. Upper level, down level, and everything. Actually, Mavericks. It's like Mavericks. It's like Mavericks. And everything like that. So, when we walk in, they see us as local celebrities and everything. Give us the VIP thing and everything like that. We were like, yeah, man. Me and Homicide at this time are smoking um, the substance. So, we're having a good time and everything like that. BJ's walking in with fucking five different fucking um coolers styrofoam coolers <laughs> <laughs> so it's about to go it's about to go down yeah we're here mind you it's about one o'clock and in fucking iowa or in the midwest strip clubs don't close down till four or five o'clock oh my God. Mm-hmm. i have i have a flight about seven thirty, and i was like it's one of them days it's one of them nights so next thing I realized because if if you guys ever met Homicide, have you guys met Homicide negative. before? Negative, negative. Homicide is like me, but more hood and not giving a fuck. Times like a hundred. <laughs> so uh, I'm outside smoking a cigarette. Fucking um, D Homicide is it's on the blunt because we had like weird Iowa weed. Uh, Iowa weed. <laughs> Iowa <weed>. Yeah. <laughs> and everything like that. So we're outside and everything like that. And these fucking. Uh, go ahead. By the way, my wife went to uh, uh, University of Iowa uh-huh. and said that the weed out there is, yes, yeah, it's, it's terrible. It's absolutely it's dirt. Absolutely dirt. Absolutely oh, dirt. That's Idaho. Never mind. Yeah, absolutely up, fucking uh, dirty. The weed is brown. Huh. <laughs> it's wheat. It's no. fucking wheat. <laughs> so we're outside. I'm smoking a cigarette. D's uh, hitting it and everything like that. And next thing I know, because like um, who we were with and everything like that, like when you walk in a place with wrestlers, people are like, hey, these are the guys. Especially if we go in the strip club. Oh, these guys got money. You know what I mean? Nobody's smarting them up yet. No. <laughs> at all. At all. <laughs> so we're outside. And uh, me and Homicide are outside and everything like that. We're just like smoking and everything like that. And then fucking there's six Hispanics that come up and be like, where the fuck are you from? Blah, blah, blah. And everything like that. So me and Homicide, we're like, oh, we're just chilling here wrestling. And he said, oh, wrestling's fake. Me and Homicide got up. Legit. We got up like this and go, what's fake about? Hmm. Like like me and Homicide are like, we're here. <clears throat> so we're about to fight like eight fucking Hispanics and everything like that. BJ comes walking out. Everybody starts walking out and we're like, what are we doing? Are we, are, is, is this what's happening? I'm about to be, I'm about to be Haku right now. I'm about to, <laughs> I'm about to do it. So all this shit fucking happens. Nothing happens and everything like that. I go to the fucking, um... Uh, the ho- uh, not the hotel, uh, the airport, and two of these motherfuckers are on my flight. 
That's awkward. Straight up. Straight up. Because mind you, I'm drunk in substance. Mm. Okay. And everything like that. And we and mm. we're up there and everything. And these two motherfuckers are two uh, I was on the exit road. These guys are two in front of me. And I'm doing this number. Mind you, because I'm drunk as shit. I'm trying to fight everybody. So I'm doing this number. And I, I, we got the pretzels, and I'm throwing it at these motherfuckers. Oh, my God. I'm throwing it at them. The one in the middle was like an old lady, too. And <laughs> so I'm throwing these pretzels at these fucking guys. And they were like, what the fuck, blah, blah, blah. And I said, fuck you. So. Welcome to Spirit Airlines. <laughs> so I had a layover. So Benny, was, you're trying to calm down the situation, obviously. <laughs> obviously. So, uh, like, right here. <laughs> so I'm texting fucking D. I'm texting fucking BJ and all this number. And then these motherfuckers are just like, dude, go beat him up. I said, yes, sir. <gasps> so um, there was a layover I had in, I think it was like in the mid, uh, not the Midwest, but it was probably like fucking, uh, not Nevada, Utah. It was Utah. So we fucking go to Utah and everything. I'm, and I'm doing this for the people. Oh, uh, shit. Here it goes. Strong style podcasting at its best. I'm doing this. I'm like, remember me? Remember me? What the fuck? Benny's so pushing Ted I, right now. Are you ready for this? Ted no sold it. You ready for this? I got detained for four hours. <laughs> Understandable. Understandable that I they got, detained you. I got detained. And they were like, they weren't even like, um, Upset that I was trying to start a fight, they they thought I looked like a terrorist. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> Swear to God. What, year, what year? What year is that? Uh, two thousand. I would say four. Did you have hair? Oh, yeah. this, this okay. That makes sense because this was your turban face. Oh wow! Wow! <laughs> you like your fucking fucked up mustache. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Did you have hair or no? I didn't have hair. Okay. I didn't have hair. Why well, you gotta rub that shit in? You never seen pictures? Of I'm hair? kidding. But anyways, that was that was that was uh, the circle game. But so here's here's the high point. So um, outside of that, we're having a good time in the bar and everything like that. And um, if you ever go to Iowa or the Midwest, um, there's some hefty, we'll say big bone, thick, sturdy, sturdy um, women that try to strip mm. and everything like that. So. Body girls. So this girl, <laughs> so this girl is doing her thing. Homicide D doesn't give a fuck. So he's going like this and floppy pancake boobies. Mm. So he's doing this thing. <laughs> right? He's like, I don't give a fuck, dog. I said, go ahead, D. This bitch started, uh, this girl started to do uh, her dance and everything. Shit, she not. She's sweating because she's a big bone okay. girl and everything like that. And we're all here, and she's dancing right here, right? She starts doing this number. It's about uh, two feet away. Doing this number, looking sexy, right? Mm. And this girl gets stuck like this, and she's trying to get up like this. She, she got too low. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For people at, at home, she was in a half squat. Yeah. Like a wall squat. She's, she's doing a wall squat sit. on the pole. She's doing this and me, BJ, and oh my D God. started going <laughs> and she's looking at us looking at us doing this. Oh my God. <laughs> she's got a, Yo, it's like legit. 
Like legit. Anyway, that's a, a, a that, shake that, weight that was, tricep workout. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those visuals that if you saw it, you guys would like lose your mind. Like, anyways, that that was that was my Rock Island, Iowa story. Yo, you need a shirt with that on it. <laughs> Rock, Rock Island, Iowa. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, just, like, really think about it. Like, let's say, I mean, we're, we all have girlfriends and wives and stuff like that. Can you imagine having, like, a strip pole in a room, and you know what, the wife or the girlfriend goes, I want you to dance for me. I fucking kill it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I saw you do that, uh, that Hammerstone uh, thing. Today. What did he put out? It was uh, oh, the headstand. The head, what do you call it? The sandbag something. Sandbag challenge. Sandbag challenge. Same thing. I couldn't exactly. do it. I would fail flat on my flat on my ass on that. So, this guy over here's got. So four. let's say, hypothetically speaking, Miss Mama wanted a little dance from you. Okay, I fucking kill it. I, I know you would, Mike. I know you would. <laughs> Numero uno, get it. <laughs> <laughs> but you're killing it and everything like that, and all of a sudden, you're being sexy, right? I'm sexy as fuck. Yeah, yeah. We're going pelvis. We're all here, right? And you start doing this number. And then you realize I'm getting a cramp. <laughs> and you're stuck. You see myself like catching a cramp or something. Like, through, like, I'm done. But yeah, uh, that was that's that's my Rock Island. <laughs> I wow. Sorry. I really want to see a shirt of that now. Someone can do it. Someone can do that. What Rock Island, Iowa? Yeah, like a just a b boy shirt. Welcome to Rock <laughs> Island or something like that. <laughs> With a girl on a pole. Yes. Stuck With him up. just laughing. Bah, front, oh, bro. Right it was. It was stuck in a wall. It seat. was. It was oh. great. And if I'm not mistaken, me and D were the ones that were trying to fight people, and I think BJ. Yeah, BJ was lost for a man. It was BYOB. Yeah, there was a lot of things. There was a lot of things that happened. I heard a, 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 I wasn't there. This is before I went to WCWC. But uh, they told me a story one time. Out There's a bar across the street that they would go to. And some of the wrestlers, like, it caught wind that the wrestlers were in, were in there. And, Got it. And, so it's uh, money. No, 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 no. No, it wasn't. It wasn't, it wasn't a titty bar. It was just a normal bar. And uh, they'd caught wind that a few of these guys were, were wrestlers. Or, like, you know, the, the rest of the people in the, in the bar. And I guess some of the guys... Uh, that were just happened to be there were like talking shit or like making fun of, of some of the wrestlers, I okay. guess. And I guess Gangrel, old oh. school, old school. Oh yeah. Like basically stood up and like, like got in these motherfuckers faces. And, and mind uh, you, if you haven't met fucking Gangrel, he's a big dude. He's huge. He's <laughs> huge. And, uh, I guess he, uh, he went old school on him. Like, Did he? I will fuck you motherfuckers. Like, yeah. Like, and they said it was scary as fuck, you know. Dude, but, I want to fucking party with Tom, uh, fucking Haku. I want to party with him. Bro. You, uh, party with uh, uh, TK. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, nice yeah. guy, man. What a nice guy. Uh, we're talking about the uh, 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 Tongan kid. Yeah, great guy, man. So cool. Him and uh, all the all them Samoans, man, are so nice, dude. They're the best. It's family, man. That's what it is. Yeah, I'm sure uh, Tongan kid. Tongan, not Samoan. Just, just throwing that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tongan, not Samoan. Separate island. No, uh, isn't I thought Tongan kid was actually Samoan. Oh, well, then his name is a lie. Well, yeah, uh, that, that, that's basically uh, like oh, a big deal. It could be. Uh, well, Yokozuna was Samoan, right? Yeah, yeah, Yoko was. Samoan. No, I heard Tongan is actually the Tongan kid is actually. Uh, Samoan. Tongan. No, I mean, you can look at that. Uh, it could be. No, actually, well, it's kind of a controversy. You, you know, like I don't know if you guys. That's for another time. That's for another time. That's for another time. But that's what. Hey. Maybe I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure he's uh, he's Simone. 
I don't know. Whatever. Nice. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah. I don't know. Anything else we got to go? Got I'm anything? actually really excited. Devin, like, was quiet this whole time. I know, man. Are you okay over there? I'm, 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 this is not a Devin burial session, so I'm just <laughs> enjoying it. This is my... I didn't even bury myself. I put myself over the whole time. Right, right, right. You I really know. did. You really you got did. Any, you For got like any, 40 minutes. You got any uh, stories about how you shine during a tryout no, or anything? I don't. I never got a tryout. And by the way, motherfucker, what the fuck? I watched uh, one of your matches from Japan, and you're doing goddamn suicide dives and shit like that? I know. What I the know. fuck? When in Rome... When in Rome, what, uh, we just put it. That's only in Japan. You that's that? only in Japan. That's, uh, that's I was getting paid the big bucks. That's DDT money. That was DDT money out this there. Motherfucker, I'm not doing suicide dives out here. There's no no reason. Yeah, no reason. Coming hard with them forearms. Ooh, those are good forearms. Good forearms. That that's what I'm that's you know it. Goddamn. Uh, Ted, you got anything you want to add? You want to uh, throw some questions our way? Anything like that? Nah, man, let's take her home. Next week's big episode. Don't forget to subscribe. Tell your friends. Oh, look at Ted telling us what to do, saying it's time to take it home. Oh, cool. Thanks, buddy. All You're right. welcome. He's the ref. All right, man. We'll, we'll, we'll take it home then. Uh, that's going to do it for this episode of The Hogsman Presents. Talk to the hog. Shout out to Ten Barrel. And thank you again for, uh, to Level Up Pro Wrestling for letting us do this here. Follow the show at Hogsman Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And, and uh, we have com, right? What the fuck? Dude? Oh, was that on there? Yes. Oh, I don't know. Find several ways to subscribe to subscribe to hogsmanpodcast.com. Now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, or wherever else you listen. Uh, Ted wrote down that he wants us to r- ask for five star ratings. I don't fucking beg, motherfucker. <laughs> okay. It get- helps people find the show. I mean, they say that it's true. Listen, if you guys want to leave some five-star ratings, that's cool, but uh, I perform more. Who's looking for another hog podcast? You know what I mean? Like, if you're like, oh, whatever's the highest rate, it goes to the top, right? I know. Who's typing in, like, hogs? Oh, I can't find it. Oh, I got the By the way, can I say how much I hate whenever you see, like, a YouTube and they're like, like and subscribe below? It's like, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. I'm not going to do it. Hey, if you want to do it, cool. If you got time, you write something, whatever. We appreciate what we read on the air. Get us booked in your hometown. Ted, too, I want that out of I want that out of this <laughs> show close right now. It. All right, that's it. That's it. Oh, huh. Next week, Dominic Gutierrez, son of Rey Mysterio Jr., special guest. All right, that's gonna do it. If you think you're gonna get the tip, you gotta take the whole hog. Adios. I've got big. Bo-